hello, hello, <coughs> hello, everybody. My first episode is officially on, um, it's fishing on Spotify, so is my entire, so is my entire podcast series. This is episode two, I'm filming right now, or recording, rather, I should say. The podcast, which I have now decided the name, Sports Season Atlanta. So, yes, I, ATL, whatever you want to say. Um, anyways, both of those things, I'm, you know, I'm okay with. I'm finally, I'm really excited that I made this happen. Uh, the idea sparked in my head yesterday, and, you know, I decided I was going to mess around with that. So, right now... This is the segment where I'm not going to be talking about the World Series. While it's the biggest thing going on in sports right now, I'm going to be talking about everything going on the NFL right now. Pretty much for the next uh, 30 minutes, I'm just going to be talking about everything in the NFL. All the scores, all the upcoming games, all your news that you need to know. So, that's pretty much what we will have to, you know, that's just what I'm going to be talking about. And then... The next segment will be the World Series pregame show, where I'll be talking about the starting lineups. And then the segment after that, to close the podcast out, will be our postgame show for the World Series, which is what we will, which is what I ended it with yesterday, and what I intend to end with in every episode of the podcast until the World Series is over. So, that's just how I plan to have things go. Anyways, I'm going to get right into it. So, right now, I'm a Falcons fan watching it. They just punted the ball all the way. The game is tied 3-3. to um, I was going to say team has the lead, but the team has the lead. Um, I'm pretty sure um, more NFL scores I'm looking um, at right now. Um, I have, you know, I'm sorry if this is taking a second. It's not telling me we got the... Bills beating the Dolphins three to nothing. Um, please, Josh Allen, you're on my fantasy team. I started you over Patrick Mahomes, so you better do good. Um, the Cleveland Browns beating the Steelers. Honestly, I thought the Steelers were going to be good this year. Obviously, that's not the case so far. The Jets, you know, they've scored against the Bengals, so yay. But I don't know how long that'll last. The Colts are scoring, for, winning fourteen nothing against the Titans. The Titans are beating teams that. The the thing is, the Titans should be beating the teams that they aren't, and they're they're losing the bad teams. They're beating good teams as the page as the um, excuse me, the Chiefs last week. If you all remember what happened, uh, when they absolutely blew them out the water. Um, Eagles and Lions. That game is tied right now in the first quarter. All games are in the first quarter. Seems how this NFL Sunday just it got underway at. You know, just 30 minutes ago. Uh, 49ers losing to the Bears, 3 to nothing. Uh, the Rams beating the Texans, no surprise there. Not really going to go in depth. As I already mentioned, the Falcons and Panthers game. We have the Jaguars and Seahawks. Um, and as it's telling me, Seahawks are favored to win, which no surprise there. Even without Russell Wilson, the Jaguars, and I know Trevor Lawrence is going to be a good quarterback, but the Jaguars just aren't it, you know? However, the Dolphins, for me, have now become my standard for the worst team in the NFL, just because of the teams I've lost to. Anyways, now, moving on. The Patriots are playing the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers at home. This is probably one of the bigger matchups of the week. 
but really not, I wouldn't say, because I think Chargers going to walk away with the win. Patriots are not what they used to be, obviously. So, yeah, not much to go over there. Justin Herbert, he's pretty good. Buccaneers and the Saints. Now, last year, this was a primetime matchup, and, I, and you all remember what happened. This year, I think it's also a primetime matchup, just not in the way we'd expect. Of course, rather than having the starting quarterback for the Saints be Drew Brees, it's Jameis Winston. So, Jameis Winston, Tom Brady will face off. Um, surprising to have the Saints have the record that they do. But, I, you know, anything can happen. That's why it's the NFL, man. So, yep, that's just how, that's how it is. Washington um, playing the Broncos. The Broncos, I'm assuming, I'm just going to say the Broncos, their favorite to win, at least in my opinion, and what everyone else is saying. So, is that what you will? Sorry, Washington fans. The Cowboys and the Vikings. Minnesota's favorite to win, it looks like, but my pick for this game will be the Cowboys. This is the primetime matchup, and I really am, I'm really going to go with the Cowboys just because of Dak Prescott, what he's doing. I'm pretty sure they have some injuries, but still, I just don't think there's any way you could pick the Vikings over the Cowboys. I mean, there are. Justin Jefferson could pop off. Other players could pop off that we don't even know. That's what is good about sports. Tomorrow, the final game of week nine of the, or week eight of the um, NFL regular season. Giants and Chiefs would say it's a primetime matchup just because the Chiefs are playing, but I don't know anymore. Uh, I think Mahomes will bounce back and he will defeat the New York Giants, the lowly New York Giants. Uh, I think that's how that will work. And while we're at it, I'm just going to go into the Thursday matchup, which I really think is like, I don't know what they were talking. I don't know what they were thinking when they tried to make it a primetime matchup. The Jets and the Colts. Um, you know, Jets are one and five. Colts are three and four. I guess they thought the Colts would be better, but I wouldn't put the Jets in a primetime matchup. Maybe because they're in a New York market, that might make them a little bigger. But still, um, yeah, that's that. Uh, the Packers and Cardinals game. I'm not going to go too much in depth with it because everyone's already heard a thousand things about it. Um, you know, so that's, you know, that's just what it is. You know, it was a great play by the Packers. Um, not a great play by AJ Green. Uh, I've actually seen a post where a Cardinals fan posted. He said that the game was somehow rigged and honestly, it wasn't. They lose one game and then they just say it's rigged. Packers and Cardinals, both 7-1. and one. I'll, I want to see which one will finish with the better record. My pick is the Packers because once their players are not injur- injured, once everyone, you know, once they're a healthy team, they will definitely be a better team, in my opinion. That's just what I'm sticking with on that. That's my pick. Uh, we'll see big third down situation for the Falcons, and they're going to get the ball back with ease on a third and 17 for the Panthers. Unless in their unless on their own 20-yard line, the Panthers decide to go for it on a fourth and 10, which is a risky move. That's like worse. That, you don't see that stuff of stuff in Madden. So we'll see. Anyways, that's all currently for the NFL. I will update you on score alerts, but it looks like um, nothing has changed really since I've said anything. The Eagles have got the ball back. I will refresh this. And... Yeah, looks like nothing's really changed. So, that's that. 
Moving on to the NBA. I forgot to mention, I would also talk about NBA too. I would just talk about the NBA just because, you know, you know I have to talk. It's all sports podcasts, so. So, we're talk about the Heat defeat the Grizzlies pretty easily by 26 points. They won. The Spurs defeat the Bucks. The Spurs have a winning record against every single NBA team for their franchise history. Interesting little fact. Um, the Chicago Bulls take down the Jazz 107 to 99. I'm not going to go super in depth of these games. The Warriors um, easily beat the Thunder, and the Thunder didn't have much of it because they only put up 82 points while allowing the Warriors to put up 103. Of nail biter between the Nuggets and the Timberwolves at ninety three to ninety one, probably the closest game of this week, or not this week, t- yesterday. Um, and the Cavaliers and the Suns. The Cavaliers ended up losing. The Cavaliers maybe better than people thought they were going to be this year, but I'm not holding my hopes high for them. I'm not a Cavaliers fan, but you know, not much NBA action today. Um, we will have Sacramento Kings playing the Dallas Mavericks, um, and the uh, Utah Jazz playing the Milwaukee Bucks at seven o'clock NBA TV. Uh, Trailblazers and Hornets on Bally Sports Southeast. Not a Hornets fan, but I don't get. I don't even get Bally Sports Southeast. I just watch all the Braves games with my MLB TV subscription, and I don't want to pay for two of them. You know. Uh, subscriptions are really overpriced. I feel like it should not be as hard to watch sports channels or to watch your to watch your team play that much. The Pistons have only played three games this year. However, they have not won a single one of them. Um, going off, facing off against the Brooklyn Nets, who are at home in Madison Square Garden. Why does I'm pretty sure they're in Madison Square Garden, or is that the Knicks? I feel really dumb saying that. Anyways, the Houston Rockets um, playing in L.A. tonight against the Lakers. Um, so on 10.30, so it'll be a late game if you're a Lakers fan. If you're a Rockets fan, if you're a Lakers fan, it's not really a late game for you, but if you're a Rockets fan, a little bit later than you want to watch, but, you know, you're a diehard fan, you aren't going to miss that type of stuff, right? I wouldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine that. Anyways, moving on up, we're just going to be talking about, um, I want to talk about the MLB, but I'm not going to talk about the World Series. Um, so let's so no so according so going on some news which i don't think is controversial it could be seen as that i do not want it to be seen as that um 11 minutes ago espn published an article which i will not go into depth in but minor leaguers apparently said that they want to say in the mlb vaccine mandate so um yeah so this is some very very sad news swing and then miss it MLB pitchers could bat for the final time if a a universal DH is agreed upon which I really don't want just because I like pitchers hitting it's just a part of baseball it feels like um if for if we if that is the case um, sorry about the mic right there. If that is the case, and we do not see pitchers um, hit, and we will have to, and we'll have to see um, if we do see a universal DH, um, then t- then tonight could be the last time an MLB pitcher ever appears in a major league batting order. Of course, we're only saying this, but it's probably not going to be 
at least with Shohei Otani. I wouldn't say last time ever, but, you know. So, yeah, I'm going to find that out. Anyways, going back to the Falcons game, is Matt, Matt Ryan is back on the field. Felipe Franks, I guess he was just on to run an RPO or something. Um, anyways, there will be a flag on Carolina, looks like. Um, pass interference, but anyways, going back to this. It will be pitchers batting for the final time. This is sad. I don't want to see it happen. Um, Jeremy Remy, what? He died? That's terrible. I, I knew he was, uh, I, I was listening to, I was listening to a broadcast, I think during spring training, of the, it was a Red Sox and Braves game, and the Red, the only a, a broadcast available was the Red Sox. So, listen on the radio, and there, or maybe it was not on the radio, I don't remember. But the broadcaster, um, apparently has died. He was a former MLB player. He died at the age of 68 after a long um, struggle with lung cancer. So, terrible news. That is not something that we want, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, wow, this is amazing. Really, really beefy news right here. Apparently, last uh, um, a Minnesota man on Thursday was charged with trying to extort $150,000 from the MLB as he illegally streamed the game. That is something that's kind of interesting. Um, so, that's something that you wouldn't, you know, that's not your everyday news, but no. The car, the new Cardinals manager, has connection to, um, his connections to the Yankees. Anthony Rizzo will make you feel old, apparently. Not gonna go into that depth that one. Um, the Mets turned down by executives in pursuit of new president of baseball operations. Not a surprise there. I knew the Mets were gonna have to go over new front front office heads and stuff. So the youngest MLB skipper, uh, as it says, or just you know, the youngest MLB manager, will be Oliver Marmol of the St. Louis Cardinals, as he was just signed uh, about a week ago. Um, so, yeah. That was kind of... That was kind of some news, you know? A little bit. Um, so... Uh, so, the Red Sox president, Sam Kennedy, says there's a will and a desire for MLB Players Union to agree on a new collective bargaining agreement. So... I don't know. Peter, oh, this one's a little interesting. Changing bullpen to arm barn. Which I thought was kind of interesting. I am, yeah, I'm against it, but I think it's kind of funny. It's kind of interesting. Um, so, let's see. Wow, what an amazing catch by uh, Taji Sharp of the Atlanta Falcons. Um, so a lot of this is repeat news. Um, MO, baseball's ninth work stoppage in the first in 26 years, almost certain to start certain to start on December two, freezing the free agent market. Interesting. Um, and Major League Baseball considers dramatic change with robot umpires. I'm not completely against that. I really want that. If you guys have watched any of the games today. Or not today, but in the postseason, you would know that robo umps, or pretty much any other umpires, could have been used. But I just don't think they're using the right umpires for the postseason. 
I just don't think they're good umpires. So, I don't know. Um, anyways, going back to our NFL scores. Um, looks almost identical. This is interesting. A little bit of a scoring drought, uh, across the NFL right now. So, well, hold on, let me go down for more. There is some scores. Actually, no. Everything's the same, really. Panthers and Falcons game entering the second quarter. Eagles and Lions also entering the second quarter. And Bengals and Jets. And that's it. Everyone else is already in the second quarter. Or it's um, just a few seconds or a minute left in the first quarter. And all the scores are the same as I had previously mentioned. So nothing really new to talk about there. I think with all of that out of the way, um, I think I'm going to lead into my next segment of a World Series pregame show. But I might have to split that into two segments as I don't know the lineups yet. So actually, I'll wait to make that segment. Um, I maybe might talk a little bit more in the second for, segment for a few more minutes. And then I'm going to make, I'm going to have the pregame show segment um, for everyone that's waiting for that. So that'll be the next segment. Um, yeah. So, well, I would say there's anything to talk about, but there really isn't. Um, I'm not going to mention the starting pitcher yet for the games, because that will be something I will mention later. Peace out. Hello, everybody. Welcome to my World Series pregame segment of the show. <coughs> um, this um, this is how I assume the lineups are going to go, because the lineups were not announced, and I don't know if I'll have time to, based on when they'll be announced. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to predict my lineups, and you know, we'll s- just just going to predict it, and I don't know. This is just how I think it'll pan out. I'm assuming that, well, I already know the starters, so I will an- I will announce the starters for the game. Starting for the Atlanta Braves um, will be Tucker Davidson. Now, Tucker Davidson, he's a really good pitcher, in my opinion. Before he had, before he had his really bad start against Boston earlier this year, which took him out because he was injured, apparently, during it, before that... He was doing amazing. He was injured when he was throwing that. So that's why I think that was not a good impression on him. But, or good impression from people. But I think, I think he's a good pitcher. Um, obviously this is the first time he's pitched since, I believe, July? Or was it maybe August against the Red Sox? So it's the first time he's pitched in a while. Uh, we have our world. We currently have the World Series um, stuff. All the ads going on right now on the TV in front of me because uh, I have all that stuff hooked up. Watching Fox right now. It's talking about. It's obviously talking about you know that because they're gonna have the World Series tonight. So yeah, I'll see what Tucker Davis does. I'm interested. Starting for the Astros will be Framber Valdez. Now I once I used to mispronounce his name Frambler. Um, I will no longer do that, but he has had two rough starts this postseason. I feel like he's kind of hit or miss, because, um, you know, I mean, first start was very rough. Second start was pretty good, but uh, I'm interested to see. Uh, wow, there's a lot of a lot of people with 
Braves jerseys on in the Falcon Stadium. Not a shocker there. But, you know, we, we will see how it pans out. We will see what Fran Valdez has in store tonight. Hoping it's not good as a Braves fan, but, you know, you have to give respect to respect is due. Credit. Excuse me. Um, now, if I'd have to take a guess, the lineup card will be similar, if not the same, from last night, excluding the pitcher spot. Um, leading off, I'm assuming, will be either Eddie Rosario, or maybe you put Soler in, if the Soler starts tonight. But my guess is Soler starts over Jock Peterson tonight, and he will lead off. So Rosario, so Soler leads off. Freeman hitting second. Albies hitting third. Um, Austin Riley hitting fourth. Eddie Rosario hitting fifth. Um, catching Travis Darno hitting sixth, or maybe seventh. Adam Duvall hitting sixth. Um, playing center field would be Adam Duvall, I assume, as well. Um, Dancy Swanson will be playing shortstop, I assume, and hitting 8th, maybe 7th, depending on where they want to place Duvall or Darno. And then, of course, hitting ninth, which, once again, could be the last time a hitter, a pitcher hits in an MLB game. And, well, they're in the lineup card, so... That would be sad. It'd be very sad. Sad day for sports, but we're not we're not there yet. Um, pitching would be Tucker Davidson. He may get an at bat or two if he can pitch really effectively, but I'm assuming he's not going to get awful too awful much. Whoa, Mike Davis is a little bit of hurdle there, but I'm assuming he's not going to get too awful much. Um, Innings. I'm assuming they'll let him pitch two or three at the absolute most. I was definitely wrong about Dylan Lee. They were not going to let him pitch. They only let him pitch a third of an inning, technically. But, I mean, he definitely threw a lot more pitches than he should have if it was only a third of an inning. But, you know, he's making his first MLB start. It was really hard what you were going to ask to expect, what you were going to ask from him. Anyways, the bullpen should be, you know, decently rested for tonight because the Braves, having started... Uh, having started Dylan Lee not going very far, then having let, um, then having let Kyle Wright just, you know, go at it, only give up, only give up, he gave up one inherited run with the bases loaded and only one out, and he gave up that home run to Altuve, but other than that, um, everything else has gone, you know, the Braves, the Braves bullpen, they're pretty good, you know, they're, they're pretty well rested, and we should see some we should see some good stuff out of them tonight. So, well, only time will tell. But I'm assuming that that's going to be the case. They're not, um, no, they're not going to be like the Dodgers bullpen was last series when they were using them too much. The Astros used their bullpen a little bit last night. Ryan Presley may potentially not be available tonight after his use, but of course, in a potential, but of course, it could potentially be a clincher tonight for the Atlanta Braves. I'm assuming you're going to throw everything you've got out there. He's going to be on adrenaline. You're just going to you just going to have to wait and see. I don't know how they'll use him. I don't know what his use will be like. Um so that's that. Um and if I'd have to guess if it was anything like yesterday's game, the lineup for Houston if I may be able to access this 
um, little momentary pause. I can find the uh, lineup card for Houston yesterday. I can't, so I, well, I mean, I can't, so yeah, I'll just do that. I don't know if I'll be um, it's gonna take a second I'm just gonna have to use the old interweb for that one um rather than looking at it on my phone it seems to not be loading so if I have to assume it it would be it would probably end up going in the order of Altuve leading off you would have um, I would assume maybe you'd have Maybe you'd have Korea, but um, actually, I won't have to worry about that because I'll be able to find that out right now. I'll be able to tell you what the case is. Falcons going for it on fourth down. Their lineup card for yesterday was okay. I'm assuming they're gonna go something similar to this. Jose Altuve hitting, um, leading off. Um, hitting for you know, hit, playing second base, then Michael Brantley, um, playing in left field, hitting second. Alex Bregman playing third base, hitting um third. Jordan Alvarez at fourth. Maybe we might question his health, but I think he'll probably end up being good to go even after slamming into the wall yesterday. Um, Correa hitting fifth. I think potentially that's a spot that could change. Correa could maybe hit second. I don't know. I have not followed the Astros much this year. I know all their players. I know a lot about them. I just don't. I haven't really followed them this year. So I don't know how Dusty Baker plays them often. Uh, it looks like every game in this series, I'm pretty sure, uh, Correa has been. Um, Correa's been hitting fifth. So maybe that won't change just because it seems. I wouldn't say it's been working, but it might, you know. You know, it's. I don't know if it's something that's like they've saw that maybe they want to change, but. Um, I'll know if we'll, we'll know we'll know if we get the lineup card in eventually. But I'm assuming that won't be happening before I finish with my pregame show. My postgame show will also have to be done tomorrow, late tomorrow. So I'm gonna have to upload this tomorrow, actually, just because of the fact that it's Halloween. Um, I'm gonna be having. Uh, I have to watch the game tonight, of course, and by the time that's done, I'm have to go to sleep because you know I got things to do tomorrow. It's a Monday. Everyone does got school you some people got work you know a lot of people uh, it just you probably will be doing something tomorrow so um it, yeah hopefully we won't have to be like hopefully we won't have to be watching a game six um on tuesday that's something we don't want to watch but yeah so uh, my post game show will be a little bit delayed this whole episode will be delayed it'll be tomorrow I'm making this right now, currently on Halloween. Um, then hitting sixth will, I'm assuming, be Kyle Tucker. Um, seventh, Yuli Gurriel. Um, eighth, not going to be their pitcher again. I'm assuming they're going to start Martin Maldonado. Maybe they... Well, Jason Castro's injury is probably... Uh, he probably won't play just because of that. I'm assuming... 
Well, I mean, no, he's not going to play. Oh, my God. Matt Ryan's got bloody hands, bro. Got blood all over him. Something happened. Jesus. Oh, he stepped on him with his cleat. Ow. Ooh. Ow. That's painful as hell. Holy, bro. Um, anyways, doesn't matter. Won't stop him from making... Eh, he threw an interception as soon as I said that. Well, this is what I get for saying that. Um, anyways, I'm assuming hitting 8th will be Martin Maldonado. Um, hitting ninth will be the pitcher, Framber Valdez. Because I know that Valdez is not as good of a hitter as Cranky. And Maldonado's probably still a better hitter than Framber Valdez. Um, so, do with that what you will. And actually, I can go look. Yep, Correa has played. Correa has actually hit fifth for, I'm pretty sure, the entire postseason. So, really don't understand. I wouldn't expect you, you to, you know, I wouldn't expect to see that. To see that change. Chaz McCormick, he has not, he has not been in the starting lineup. Oh, he was on the starting lineup in the first game of the series. But he's not been in the starting lineup since. So, maybe, I'm, maybe he's injured? I don't really remember. Anyways, we're hoping that we don't have to see another DH this year. Tonight will be the last game at Truist Park of the year, regardless. So, you know, interesting. Um, you know, not really interesting, but, you know. Anyways, for the pregame show, I think that's pretty much it. Um... Uh, lineup cards will be submitted eventually. I've already told you what my predictions were for it. I'm assuming they'll be very similar to last night, except Rosario will be hitting fifth for, for the Braves. Rosario will be hitting fifth, and Jorge Soler will be leading off, playing right. Jock Peterson will be on the bench, probably uses a bench bat. Um, what I'm also assuming is that you use for for Houston rather than having your pitcher hit eighth obviously since Granky's a good hitter hitting pitcher you're gonna use a you're gonna use Martin Maldonado hitting eighth and then your pitcher will hit ninth tonight because Fran Valdez has been an American League pitcher his entire career and he's probably not a super great hitting pitcher Granky's just always regardless of whatever team he's played on he's been a good hitting pitcher he wanted to play shortstop one time so bad that he didn't even want to be in the major leagues because of it because he's just like that Granky is an interesting person. That's a topic for another day. Hopefully tonight we will see the Atlanta Braves win their first world title since 1995. Um, pretty much everyone except Houston Astros fans are rooting for them. So really want to um, really want to see how this pans out. Matt Ryan will be tended to on the sideline. Please do not put Josh Rosen in the game. I swear I'm going to actually... Have to. Uh, he's, he looks like he's not being taken out. They're just tending to his hand. So, anyways, that will pretty much do it for my Braves pregame show. Uh, I've gone over everything. So, go Braves. Uh, hopefully, we see a pretty decent start out of Tucker Davidson tonight. Uh, bullpen's well rested. I think you see Minter go two or three innings tonight if he has to be used. So, that's probably just what will end up um, being, yeah, that should end up being the case. I think Mentor will be used, especially if it's a close game, he'll be used no matter what. Um, 
And if they have the lead, Mentor's pitching well. I think you seem to go two or three innings. I think Chavez will be an option. Matzik's definitely an option. Luke Jackson also an option. And Will Smith probably the option to close it out. Who will be when you end up closing it out with. So that's pretty much all who I have pitching. I'm not. I don't even think Josh Tomlin's on the roster. I don't think he's on the World Series roster. So don't even look forward to pitching. But, of course, I like Josh Tomlin. He's one of my favorite my favorite pitchers as a person. But I do not think that, you know, I just don't think they'll pitch because I'm only think he's on the roster. Anyways, that's my predictions. That's who I thought will pitch. Astros bullpen is a little bit used up, but I think they have, they definitely have enough gas to get through this game with probably limiting the damage. But I don't think that they will win this one. I don't hope that they'll win this one. I really hope that this will be a Braves W and their first World Series title since 1995. That's what a lot of people are hoping. And I'm one of those. Hopefully you are too. And we will see this all unfold tonight at 8.15 on Fox. Um, if you're going trick-or-treating, stay safe. Of course, this will be after Halloween, but, you know. Uh, hopefully, you guys have had a good Halloween by the time you're listening to this, if you do go trick-or-treating. Uh, if you celebrate Halloween, um, probably going to be gone to... You, if, if you are trick-or-treating, I would imagine you'd go a little earlier so you can watch the Braves game tonight. That's what I'm going to do because I have a friend... Uh, who just goes trick-or-treating. I don't go for the candy. I just like costumes. I just like Halloween, you know. But Halloween's amateurs night, you know. But anyways, that's it. This is a sports podcast, so that'll be the end of this. And I will film the post-game show tomorrow night. And I will upload this almost immediately after. Maybe do a little bit of editing if there's any background noise I need to cancel out. Um, any interruptions that, like, I didn't really catch so yeah i'm gonna do some editing and post this and thank you guys all for listening i probably need to change up how i do these things a little bit but you know it's a learning experience and i'm glad that i started this please continue to listen to my podcast follow it maybe i can get monetized i don't want to though i'm even if i do get enough listeners i'm I'm leaning towards the side of not getting monetized just because of the fact that i feel like podcasts this this type of stuff should be free for everyone actually i don't think that it costs you money but i'll see i just think you shouldn't i don't think you should have to watch ads to do it and of course i don't know maybe spotify plays your ads anyways but i don't know anyways have a good one um go braves and we will um you'll be sent over to my next segment which i will be making tomorrow so goodbye from future liam and or goodbye from present Liam and hi to future Liam so on to the postgame segment goodbye we interrupt the end of this pregame show to tell you that as of the time I'm recording this Atlanta has lost a heartbreaker to Carolina as they just could not win um over the Panthers this afternoon in a 19 to 13 ball game uh, they got the they got the field goal. They had the onside kick with 21 seconds left, and they just did not get the on. They did not recover the onside kick. Um, I believe Robbie Anderson recovered it and comes up just short in their effort for a comeback. Really was crushed on that late game interception. Um, you know, it's kind of sad. wasn't a great one to watch. 
Um, of course, Panthers instantly just take a knee because you don't want to risk anything after they get the ball back. And that is the result of that game, which snaps Atlanta's two-game win streak and snaps Carolina's four-game losing streak. Now, what does this mean for the Falcons? I still think that you're going to be a decent team this year and you're not ruled out. I would probably, I would almost rule them out of playoff contention because they probably won't make it super far. But I wouldn't completely rule them out yet because of what I've seen this year. I think it's possible because as long as you just keep winning, you can keep, you know, you can keep it up and maybe you got a shot. They probably won't, but, you know, I don't know if it makes them sellers exactly at the deadline, which is November 2nd. Uh, so that's why this loss was kind of huge. So I want to see what they do. I don't want them to be selling. If, if I think their number one selling candidate, if they're going to sell someone, I think it's going to be Hayden Hurst because with Kyle Pitts, after his breakout, not a great performance not today, but I think after his breakout, you're going to you're gonna keep, obviously you're going to keep Kyle Pitts uh, and you're going to probably trade Hayden Hurst away for maybe some, I would say, younger talent or maybe some offensive line or defensive back or something. Uh, the defensive backs for Atlanta, excuse me, the um, the topic I would also like to mention is that really they they, they know how to hit, they're reminiscent of the most recent cornerbacks and safeties that Atlanta's had. They're hard hitters, but they're not amazing in coverage. Eric Harris is a really hard hitter. AJ Terrell's a hard hitter, and he's also pretty good at coverage. So that's what probably makes that's what definitely makes him the best cornerback on this team. I would say best defensive back overall. Um, it reminds me of Demonte Kazi esque players. They the safeties right now, like Eric Harris especially. Um, with not he, I mean Demonte Kazi was okay in coverage, but the thing is the they're 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 not the greatest. Like they're they're pretty bad passing defense. But they hit really hard, which I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I could guess I would say keep some of them, and that's probably the right move. But I wouldn't say keep all of them. I want I want more coverage. I want better coverage. That's just my point of view from it. I think um, I think Falcons should go out there and get a few, um, get a few players for the defensive for like the you know for the defensive back position, and maybe a few O linemen. We'll see. That's my take on it. And um, sorry for the short interruption. And after this a uh, little bit less than four minutes of a segment, you can go back to the Braves World Series postgame show where hopefully I will be talking about a Braves victory for the World Series for the first time since 1995. Go Braves. Celebrate a victory soon. Oh man, well, unfortunately the Braves have lost. This is the Braves postgame show where I will be talking about everything but very shortly because man, I just want to go outside and take my mind off it and play some basketball. Even though it's already been almost 24 hours. <clears throat> so. Dang, it's just, I mean, that was just. Once we blew the lead, Duval hit the early grand slam. They left Tucker Davidson in a little bit too long. I think it was just not a well-played game. The Astros scored two outruns. They've been pretty good at that all year. However, I think the Braves are still the better team at that. As watching the Braves all year, I've seen them do that so much. Of course, it was not enough, as shown last night. 
Braves kind of had a valiant effort, kind of fell off towards the end. Uh, Drew Smiley definitely saved us from using relievers that we might have to use in game six. Hopefully not game seven. Max Freeb will be on the hill going up against Jose Urquidy. I will make a pregame show once the lineup cards are submitted. I will have another episode of my podcast up. Not really a pregame show, but, you know, segment of my podcast. Anyways, that is really it. Uh, I just wanted to make this quick. Bad loss. Braves can cover how they can rebound. I'll talk about all that and more in the next episode of this. In the meantime, go Braves. Please win the World Series. Anyways, that's all for this episode of Sports Season Atlanta, and I will see you all later. Also, I um, forgot to mention this. I Apparently, earlier in this podcast, I mistaked the Barclays Center for Madison Square Garden when I said the Nets played at Madison Square Garden. Of course, that's actually where the Knicks play, and the Nets play at Barclays Center. I don't know why I got that wrong, but just adding that. Anyways, go Braves, and goodbye. That's all from Sports Season Atlanta. I'm your host, and goodbye.